Welcome to another edition of Philly Sportscast with your host, Derek Imani and Dave. What's going on, everybody? What's going on? Eagles coming off their bye, a well-rested bye. They needed the rest. I'm resting. Instead of practicing, they took six days off. Oh, yeah. That's a that's a good uh, good, good coach, coach right there. Just yeah. way to jump, yeah. Just way to yeah, jump yeah, right you know, into. I'll we'll go to Florida. Not to jump right into the Eagles, but um, might as well, right? It's called Philly Sportscast for a reason. When you were, woke up on Sunday, were you kind of relieved that you didn't have to watch them? It was nice. I got to watch football and not have to worry about anything. No didn't freak matter outs. Who's going to win? Who's going to lose? But you did get to watch To drop some passes, which though. is always Man, nice. That was crazy. You know what, D? That's a good question because every other year during these buys, I'm just like so bummed out. Yeah, it sucks because I can't watch the birds. I mean, yeah. I used to even be like that when they were playing on Monday. Yeah, that I couldn't watch them on Sunday. I had to wait that extra day. This week, I was just like, thank goodness I don't have to watch them. There was a relief there. I totally agree. Well, that's terrible. That's just no way to go. Well, Derek, they stink. It was the- no, they don't stink. They oh. lost three. Dude, listen. With what happened between Washington and uh, Dallas, the Eagles are now very much in the NFC East hunt, and I'll tell you why. The Giants are in deep injury trouble. Yes, they are. So it's and not the, like they can't. Win, the Eagles can't win this division. Right, the birds are tied with Dallas right now, four and four. Don't get yeah, me. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I know. What are you talking? What are you guys talking about? You're talking about people in the division losing, so we can win the division. They're playing. We're I playing the hard. What are you, you're doing a total 180 of what we've been talking about the last th- six months. I know. This is the hardest part of the schedule coming up. They lost three in a row. They can't win anybody in the NFCs. What are you talking about? I know that, Ev, but they had a week off. The Phillies have been off a month, and I think they can win the World Series now. That's what I'm saying. I have my week. Illusions of Granger. I've had my week. Now i got Alfonso Soriano, and it's only been a month. But now I had my week for the Eagles, and I see the way those two teams played on Sunday, Cowboys and the Redskins. Redskins are a horrible team, and the Cowboys let them win that game. T.O.'s dropping passes. What's his face? Amani Tuma? Out for a out year. For a out year. for the entire year. It's not year. a Tuma. So they're going to have get really hardcore double teams on Plaxico Burrs. He deserves it because he's probably one of the best wide receivers in the league he right now. He was out last week. Back spasms. Might not be playing this week. Probable. I mean, he's questionable. He's Who's that? Right. Plaxico. And those, oh, he's questionable. He's really? questionable. Osio Omanura. He's questionable. Strahan's out, out with, his, with his foot. That's what I'm saying. That's and, what D-Man's saying. But still. And that's and the Eagles losing to Tampa Bay on a sixty-two yard field goal. That's one game. I'm talking three in a row here. Okay, Washington. We're saying is not as good as we thought. No, but they, they have do. a running game. They do that. We cannot stop. Right. Gibbs could come out and do something where they're going to beat them, and that's two games. Well, that's one thing about Gibbs. We've said this before. He will run the ball no matter what. Right. He'll run it yep. no matter what. He'll, he doesn't care. if He'll give Clinton Portis three tries at the two-yard line to get in. If he doesn't get in, he'll kick a field goal. Right. I have a halfie. I have a halfie, too, so we're going to okay. have to go that way. So, Starworth is back and hopefully starting. Who else is on the team? Reggie Brown? Reggie Brown. Reggie Brown's just West basket. West looks like he's healthy again. So, I don't know. So, again, I don't know. But I am going to be hopeful until they lose another two. And if they lose to Washington at home, then I'm going to be really upset because Washington well, really – get ready to be upset, son. Ooh. Get ready to be you upset. You think it's going to happen? Yeah, totally think it's going to happen. It's an L. I think they're going to lose. The only thing that they got going for them is the emotional one that the Redskins are already on. They're on this major high right now. But all you got to do is give Portis the ball. That's all you have to do. Look I at agree. Fred Taylor. What other uh, uh, running backs? Mm-hmm. Tiki Barber. Even though we lost the game, they scored a lot of points. What are some other? Uh, Marion Barber and um, Julius Jones. Julius Jones rolled all over them. You know, they, they stopped the pass. But Cadillac. If, if, if Cadillac looked like a superstar. Yeah. Ridiculous. And now you got a Clinton Portis coming in here. We know 
how amazing he is on the ground. And he wants the ball. He wants to get between those tackles. Well, that's what I was thinking about Portis. Is he's due for such a breakout game. It's ridiculous. I mean, he's been held down for so many weeks and just like that 75-yard, one touchdown in those games, even though he's getting the ball 30 times. If he gets the ball 30 times against the Eagles, Dave, you're, sell- you're saying 135? If he gets it 30 times? He's probably going to be breaking the 150. Exactly. <laughs> like, that's the only problem. I know, but that's, that's what gives, gives him the ball 30 times a game. I mean, it's pretty ridiculous. It's a, yeah. What you need to do is take that 14-point lead to where they're going to have to try to start throwing the ball, and then you change the whole game plan. That's I true. Agree. That's true. And that's what they have to do, and I agree with you. And Brunel is healthy, too. It's not like he's like the old Mark Brunel from well, a year no, ago. Old, that is Brunel's old. Yes, right, that's what, what I'm is. saying. It's not like he was a year or two ago when, it was, when he was injured. He's healthy now. And wouldn't you say he's in the top half of the quarterbacks in the league? Okay. Right, so you have James Thrash out there. and I think Who's catching passes. And Brandon Lloyd. But that's fine. I will put the Eagles D back against yeah, these two guys. Yeah. That's and Chris Cooley. That's fine. Bring up seven, eight, nine guys and try to stop Portis. Let Burnell try to beat you. He's not throwing deep. He can't throw deep. Can't. You're a big rollout guy, throwing short passes. You're right. Go You're after so right. I understand. You, that's what I was saying. Uh, what's to say to my buddy? You gotta, you gotta show them an eight-man front for at least a quarter and a half to shut down Portis to make them throw. I'm and sure they had to do the same they, defense for Fred, Fred Taylor, Taylor, but they didn't, didn't work. And that's out. What it didn't kills work, me. and that's what kills me too. It, it, like, it didn't work. They didn't do anything. They didn't come up there to try to stop them. No, they didn't. Man. And Clinton Portis and Fred Taylor, they're not the same running back either. Clinton Portis can really, really, really run for some serious speed around. The you corner. have to wrap. Portis. You got a rap Portis. Or he's going to laugh at you. He's a beast. Man. You know what? What a great player. That same he is. game. Not Freddie Taylor. Look at Jones Drew. He would get hit two yep. yards in the back. Yep. Boom. Get and five he, yards he, ahead. Yep. They're not wrapping up. And that's when Trotter had a bad game. I mean, the whole defense had a bad game. Oh, well, Trotter needs to have that same kind of intensity. Now, is one player, Javon Kirst, not being on the field that made of an impact? I think so. I mean, it has to be, right? That's what we were saying last like, week because it affects. Cole had to move. Uh, he was in a lot more now. Not in and out. People. Darren Howard, yeah. Oh, yeah. And plus, what's his face isn't playing for jack shit. What's the rookie? Ooh, Bunkley. Yeah. They, they don't he even never, like putting yeah, him in. He did not come in. He was in, in maybe seven series the whole game last uh, two weeks ago. What What's amazing to me, I mean, at the very beginning, Bunkley was in a lot. Uh, Lawan Ramsey. Yeah, they were he, staying fresh. Right. Pickle he juice. scored that touchdown. Or, I mean, I think he had an interception. Next thing you know, these guys aren't playing at all. Yeah, I don't know if it's Jim Johnson saying I don't trust these guys. I don't think they're happy with the way Bunkley's playing at all. So I mean, I don't even—he's a non-factor now, and that just keeps those guys on the right. field that much longer. And that's—I mean, Ramsey isn't inactive usually. Yeah, I mean, when Hood's getting start in front of you, that's not—you're not doing too well. Yeah, but I mean, as we're talking about him, I think we should talk about midterm grades. See what we think about right, what's going on. Get, you know what, Dave? That's a great idea. I agree with that. I'll break it down for you guys. Go you ahead. guys give me your scores. We're going to go, let's start with the running back, Dave. Running backs in general, I'm going to give a B because I'm giving an A to Westbrook. When Westbrook gotcha. has the ball, does great. The other guys, when they're filling in, they're doing B-minus work. Buckhalter, fullback, who's ever playing fullback at the time, they're still doing a good job. So I'm going to give them a B. One of the positive points on the team right now, I believe. I agree. But, but if Westbrook's not in the game because of an injury... They are a probably a C team, gotcha. C running back team, C running back as a running back core. They're a B, but the other running backs bring Westbrook down. They just don't have his kind of talent. Definitely not wide receivers. Uh, the wide receiver, I think Reggie Brown is another highlight of this team. He has really came into himself. You know, before the season started, um, we thought he was a number two receiver trying to be a number one. Let me tell you, he looks like a number one. He's catching passes. Who he's getting thrown to. Perfect passes, too. He's catching the balls by a great quarterback, but he's making plays, and I really like Reggie Brown. 
He is leading the league in drop passes, though. Is he really? I yes. didn't know. I didn't know that stat. And that's. I think the wide receivers of the Eagles are leading the team or leading the league in drop passes. L.J. Smith as a wide receiver yeah. coming at him, but you still got to catch it. No, you got to catch it. I mean, L.J. Smith drops a lot of balls too. There's a lot of times you say, "Wow, how did they drop that ball?" Yeah, they also have some catches where you're like, "How did L.J. catch that? Sure. He had that one touchdown." So, what's the grade for the wide receivers, fellas? I have to do a C. I agree, 100 percent C. C. They could definitely be a B. Drop balls. Drop balls are bad. I didn't know that stat, yeah. so that's a good stat. Definitely that totally brings you up there, no doubt. Quarterback, Davey. I'm going straight up C. Time management. Well, He has some of the great games. He has some great yardage, and he has all that. But the intangibles, I mean, the time management, the bad play calling. Can I say that his first four games were an A+, plus. his last four games were F, which equals A? C. C. E-Money, would you agree with That's that? That's a nice curve there. I like that. <laughs> no, I, I'm not, I wouldn't go C for him. Um, he's a good leader on the team. I would have to go – I would do b minus. I have to give him a B rating. There would definitely be a B-. B-minus, okay. Yeah, I'd do a b because he is really, really such a showman on, on a quarterback. He has a lot of time management skill problems, and he's had them for a while, and they might have a lot to do with the coach that is helping him, you know, offensive coordinator helping him down those lines, but – the man can thread the needle like nobody I've ever seen, especially this year. This is the best year I've ever seen him throw in my whole life. And All also right. saying about the drop balls, you know what? It's not his Tip fault. balls that are going to the interceptions. I can still see maybe a B minus, but I'm a C well, guy. There's two pretty significant interceptions that I remember seeing, and neither one well, of them were tipped. One of them were right <laughs> in Rondé Barber's the, gut. Hey, thank you. So um, <laughs> I'm going to agree with C. C plus. He's got to really get his, shit, his act together. He does. He does. For the end of this uh, year, before the Eagles can do anything. If they can do anything, then well, it that, has to be on a, his back. And that's one player that can do it. I think that's one player who can get okay. his stuff together. Nothing wrong with a little confidence. You he's, got, he's got some talent right there. Nothing wrong with him confidence. I really like him being, <laughs> I really like him being, uh, being a Philadelphia Eagle. I really okay. like him as a quarterback. We'll move on to the linebacking core. Imani. <laughs> well, F. Maybe. Um, we can get some kind of guitar solo in this because that's basically what it is. Here we will, Ray. Listen, here comes the air guitar. <laughs> Thank you, Bill. Thank you, Bill. Thanks for putting that nice in. Nice work. Nice work. It's uh, more that's the easiest money Bill ever made there. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the honey Jones. Maybe he's playing a little banjo, though, because he looks God. like he's sitting on the porch. Oh, he's so horrible. And you know what? Sometimes The other linebackers are just as poor, making him look good. Sometimes it well, scares me. Well, what about Trotter, your Pro Bowl linebacker? This is your big boy. What's up with Jeremiah Trotter? Uh, these are questions I can't answer. You know what's a shame? At the beginning of the year, we said areas. No, areas to worry about: linebackers, oh, right. wide receivers. Yep. Matt McCoy's playing. Sean Barber's playing. Sean Barber's, Sean Barber's playing. hurt. We have Dehani Jones playing there. You're right. It's pretty much proven out to what we're. But you know what's crazy is the first couple games, the first three games, I was very happy with the line, with the front seven and the linebacker core, and then. It just all unraveled with injuries and things like that. And uh, I, I don't know why people are really like the Honey Jones right now. He is horrible, horrible. Linebacker. He had a good game, though. In that Jacksonville game, he had a, he played a good game. But that's what we were saying, too, is he might have had a good game, but it's overshadowed by the bad game of everyone else. Exactly. So he can stand out there. He can get 10 tackles. Because nobody else is tackling. Like we were saying, Maurice Jones Can't or Jones Drew gets hit. Boom. Right. Now he goes ten yards down. You, you got to wrap. I mean, these are professional athletes. This is this is uh, fundamental fundamental defense here. Shoulder tackles do not work in I mean, the NFL, if, right? Unless you're uh, you know B dog or something. Well, speaking of B dog, let's move to the defensive backs. What's your grade for a t- for a defensive backfield that pretty much lost two games for this team down the stretch? I'm Wait. sorry, not down the stretch of the season, but late in the fourth quarter. Well, like they lost, lost. 
So but, Michael Lewis loses games for you, how, but he's part of that defensive backfield. In the is. same breath, Lito had a couple of nice interceptions. Right. I mean, Lito's do. I think Lito's doing really well. I agree. However, and B Dog's coming. B Dog's just same old B Dog. Yeah, yeah, one bad game so far. One bad game, and he's making the majority of tackles, and that's not good. He's, when he's no, getting, that's not good. And that's what we said. He's running. They're running through the linebackers. You can see how frustrated he really is getting. And he's all over that field. All over that field making plays. I agree, but if he's the one making your plays, you're screwed. Yeah, well, we're talking about and that's the, why the linebackers have an F. Right. You know, you know what grade I'm giving them? Is I'm giving them a B for a B dog. There you go. There you go. Lito. I like that. But I mean, I think they would have an A. Other than Lewis's couple plays, couple games, lost his spot. Sean Constantine is definitely not the answer. No. There's plenty of times I saw him come in there and hit people, yep. and he bounced back. But he makes he makes bad he makes poor decisions on the field. When it comes to uh, covering defense, right. uh, covering wide receivers, I'd have to go. Uh, uh, Constantine or Lewis? Constantine. Okay. They both do. I mean, Lewis. Yeah, I agree. He's a hard hitter, man. Right. Lewis is a hard hitter. Should it be a linebacker? But he's small. This is the NFL. You know, anywhere else, these are the best players in the world, and he's too small. Well, Dahan Jones ain't making the grade. I agree. Um, let's move. I want to say real quick. Let's combine. How's the offensive line doing in your in your guys' eyes? I think the offensive line's doing awesome. I think so too. I agree. They would be one of the few ones to get him. McNabb a. definitely gets his protection that he needs. Plenty of time. I mean, there was that one time we were watching that game, and he, he, had, he like had like 13 seconds at to least, throw the ball. At least. And he, he still Dude, didn't make it. I saw him the one time. <laughs> he was sitting back there. He threw up, and then he still threw the touchdown. Yeah, it was very nice. And had that protection. What about defensive line, Dave? They're hurt. We were expecting Bunkley to do something. There's no Ramsey, pressure. There. Yeah. No they're pressure. not bringing it up. They're not stopping the run. And that's they're the guys that are supposed to stop the run. They're the guys that are supposed to take the blockers off the linebackers to make the plays. Right. And I that's agree. not happening. I, mean, I, I don't agree. know what's going on. They're, they're not. They're, do you ever see running back stopped at the line of scrimmage? Ever? I don't. Have Behind any. the line of scrimmage? Well, I do. And then I see. Uh, <laughs> and then Look he strolls back the bow tie. Guy. For everybody out there, uh, D-Man just did a little Dahani. Banjo deliverance. Here's the big one. Big question for both of you guys. Head coach. Oh well, there's no, uh, there's no more mulligans. I said last week. This is, uh, he's failing as a head coach. I think. I think. Oh, you're giving him a big F. No. Well. Yeah. Well, well, that's I, what failing does. <laughs> mean. Okay. Yeah. He's, he's failing. Yeah. He's failing me. You're right. I don't. I don't like his play calling. I don't like his time management skills because you know you're blaming McNabb earlier about the time management. But you know what? He's calling the plays a lot of the times. Right. He just doesn't know what he's doing out there. Some t- I, someone has to step up and say, hey, let's look at the head coach. We No one looks at the head coach anymore. Okay. That's so I'm giving him an F. Is it Randy Reed's fault that Donovan McNabb threw that ball to um, LJ. LJ Smith in the flat with no time left in the second half against Tampa Bay? Of is course that- that's not Andy Reed's fault. But his fault is coming down without timeouts, calling timeouts in the wrong spot. That's a good point. Not throwing in. But he also called a play, and I assume he does call this play with, with at such a crucial point of the game that has a safety valve of L.J. Smith going eight yards out or six yards when they're on the eight-yard line. I think your safety valve is throw it away. I agree. Timing But, but McNabb cool. panics. Right. And he's been known to do that. He does it all the time. He's run that same play and he threw it to Smithy before. You don't give him that option. You say, okay, we have a wide receiver going post-left, post-right, you know, or slant-left, slant-right, whatever you want to do. You don't give him someone two yards short. I agree. I agree. You send one wide receiver out if you want. If you want, throw it away. Worst thing that's going to happen, you get a uh, 
Three points out of it. Yeah, you're going to get a penalty for throwing the ball away. Right back. Akers is still going to kick you a 40-yard field goal. No problem. They're all right there at the D minus yeah, F plus. I agree. So they're, they have to be accountable, finally. You know, he says every press conference, you know, it's all my fault. It's all my fault. You know what? People start recognizing that it is his fault, yeah. their fault, because they don't. If they blame the players a lot. These two last two years, three years, you know what? Let's step up. Right. It's your fault for three games in a row? In a row. It's crazy. Three games a year, I can understand. Three Dave, games in a row. Evan and I were watching football here on Sunday. We're watching the Cowboys-Redskins game, and we literally said to each other almost at the same time, when was the last time this e- an Eagles team lost three games in a row? Four, five, six years ago? Barry Andy Reid's first year? No, but you know what I'm saying. Well, that's – I mean, when they play with Ray Rhodes, I don't – No, I think Andy Reid's first year they lost three games in a row, but they're not – the team's not supposed to lose three right. games in a row. They're supposed to be too talented for that. Especially with that caliber team. I agree. But not with the scores we just gave them, though. They better step it up this week, and it better start this week and end at the end because – So, where are we at overall, Great. I don't – that's a good question. Um, why don't you go take your piss that you got to go to? And then we'll uh, come back and we'll grade them. Evan and I got to get fresh ones anyway. We're going for the overall grade of this Philadelphia Eagles team. Davey. Four and four. It's got to be a C. Three straight losses. I agree C. F. Well, you know, the uh, the record speaks for itself, so I have to go C. Predictions. I want a prediction for this Sunday's game, the Sunday Spectacular. Season prediction as well, now that you know what you're dealing with. Because you have every idea of what this team is capable of. And the meat of their schedule is coming up. Dave, give it to me on for Sunday. Give me a number, what the score is going to be, and tell me if this team makes the playoffs. 33-27, Birds. A lot of scoring going on. Like I said, for them to win, they got to throw the ball because they're not running it. I mean, I would love to see them try to use time management, but from what we see, it's not going to happen. So to beat them, you got to keep scoring. Overall, I'm saying 8-8, eight and eight, no playoffs. And that's winning a, a nothing game in Atlanta at the end of the year because Atlanta's already going to be in the playoffs. They're going to win that game. Whoop-de-doo. E-Money. You. E-Money's up. E-Money's up with my predictions. For the game on Sunday, I'm thinking a 28-21 Washington. Ooh. How can you say they're going to win a game? They've lost three in a row. Uh, you, you can't say this they're going to win. This team notoriously wins after, after the bye. Yeah, well, that... Eight and eight. I I'm, I I stand stand firm on eight and eight. I've, you know, before the season, they might win some fluke games. They might beat Carolina. You never know. Things like that. Atlanta, like Dave said, uh, there's no way they're going to make the playoffs because it doesn't matter how many um, people are hurt on the Giants team, they're going to win the division. Right. No. They're not winning the division, so they're not going to make a wild card. No. Also, remember, e money. You said last week. Go ahead, play taps. I did say that. We're so, not playing it yet. No, you can't. You can't play until it's uh, damn near close to it, over though. Well, no, we never waited mathematically before. We said no, that's we never when, did. That's we, when the season's as soon over. as Philly Sportscast gets a feel, we got a feel. You know, Tuesday's got a feel. <laughs> Tuesday's got, got no feel. feel. <laughs> Monday's got a feel. Friday's got a feel. Season's over has a feel. Yeah, season over is over. Definitely has a feel. So we're gonna hook that up, but not now. I'm going with. 23-14 Birds victory on Sunday. Home crowd, come on, all you Link freaks, get into it. Take the Eagles home, and I will say that this team will finish 8-8 eight and eight and out of the playoffs. Horrible. Yeah, it just makes you feel bad. You know, and we're saying 8-8, eight and, eight and we're cringing because we were saying 8-8 eight eight winning the three games that they lost. Right, this second half of the season is going to be sick. It could be 7-9, and 6-10. Yeah. I, I think even if the Eagles won two of those three games, we'd be saying still saying 9-7 and because they're – they're in some deep doo-doo coming up. 9-7 would be they, fine. I mean, what's this team going to do against the Colts? Well, the one thing that the, that the Colts don't have is a very good defense as well. That's so maybe Westbrook can make some things happen yeah, there. Yeah, but no, okay. 
They can't stop the run. The we Eagles don't, don't run. run. The ball. Exactly. Right. So what's going to happen? You know what's going to happen? A die is going to run for 89 yards. Pass fast. And uh, Dominic Rhodes is going to run for 75 yards. I agree. And Peyton Both Manning are going to have two touchdowns. Yeah. Marvin Harrison's going to have one. Reggie Wayne's going to have one. It's going to be a bloodbath. Okay, speaking of um, teams out of the league, I'm sorry, out of the area, the local Shut area. Up. E-Money, I want to congratulate you on a fantastic fantasy win this week against <laughs> the Banks brothers. Oh. It only happens once a year, people. When it does, it's just beautiful. Probably beautiful. one of the best feelings is to beat someone that you talk to all the time. Every, and especially someone you talk to on a weekly basis with headphones on. You know it. So we play the Banks brothers every year. And every year. No. We won last year. That's not every year. That's no, two isn't. years. But st- uh, as far as I'm concerned, I don't remember any year past that. Well, yeah, that's a big problem. But, uh, you know, we've won the last couple of years. We have won the last couple of years. But we, we skimmed by this one. Two tight ends we started. Oh. We I know this. I'm not, talking about, I'm not talking about the points. I'm just talking about bef- our lineups. Oh, right. You weren't we, feeling we were too playing positive. some backups. We didn't have our um, number one running backs in. So I will say, Dave. Good luck to next year, and good luck for the rest oh, of the hey. season. Oh. I'm still ahead of you in the standings right now. There's no doubt about it. You are a game ahead of us in the standings, and there's no doubt about it. Noah was the worst when I told him money. I said, hey, congratulations. He looks at me and goes, way to go. <laughs> oh, thanks. Glad I got beat. Uh, before we get to the e-money line, let's talk uh, a little flyers, dude. What do you got to say over there, there big man? Dave, Dave, don't run away. We can talk. If you want to talk about it, we can talk about it. You're, you're limited at five to ten minutes. Oh, we don't even need five to ten minutes. Okay, so just go this ahead. This is starting to get on the same rant that we talk every week. Tonight, watching the Islanders, down 3 nothing when we started. No reason to even look back now. What the hell is going on? Who knows? The Flyers called back Peter Nedved. When they cut him, I said, hey, that's great. Right. That's fine. We don't need him. Dead weight. Right. To me... There's some young players down there. Ryan uh, Poltney. I don't know how to say his last name. Poltney. Mm-hmm. I never knew, you know what? their names. Bring some of these guys up. Let them skate around. Yeah, what, what do you got to lose, right? I you mean, you're what? already losing. Throw them up there. Give them some experience. You want speed? Bring they them got, in. They got the speed. Young guys. Young right. bucks. Why bring in Peter Nedved? I mean, he's a good player, yes. He's not a great player. Right. He's getting older. We already cut him. Right. Bring in these young guys. Let them play. Let's see what's going to happen. They keep shooting. I mean... Every year, it's they shoot wide, they shoot high, they get right. they don't put it on net. You no, know, you're that, right. That Bring hurts. in the young guys, like the Oilers last yeah, year. Yeah, dude, this season, you know there's what? no way this team becomes a playoff contender. There's no way. No. They have dead legs. It's literally dead legs out there. That it is. It's horrible. It's horrible. And they have the best player in the world? Well, two, three weeks ago, I said he's not the best player in the world. Right. Watching Crosby, watching Malkin, those guys just looked awesome. So who's trade bait currently? Oh, everyone, that's rumor has it. I think someone posted up there even yeah. was Forsberg. They were talking about Forsberg. Who knows about that? Forsberg wants in a contract extension. I don't know if they're going to trade him. They're well, saying, he doesn't want to be in a losing team either on, right. his, on his way out. They right. said uh, they're going to trade Gagne for defenseman uh, Jason Collimore from Chicago. Now, do we really need defensemen? We need speed. We need offensemen. You need defense from the back, or you need speed from the back. From that, oh, deep, we're real uh, slow back there. That's what happens. Well, you have Hatcher, you have Ratchy, yeah. you have uh, Dennis. See, I thought Hatcher was good. I like Hatcher. Before all this, he was real good. He was huge. He's big. He can skate and he can shoot. But now, when the guys are five foot ten, five foot eleven, and they can skate like your offensive forwards, hundred and nothing. <laughs> but that's what they want, and that's. I think it's funny. The second power play line for the Flyers is uh, Richards. Kapanen, Sanderson, like smaller guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Freddie Myers out there. 
but they can skate. and They'll move the puck, and they'll put it here and there, and they'll go for it. That's what the NHL is. That's right. what you have to do. Mm-hmm. When you have Forsberg out there and you have Gagne and they put Umberger out there now, they're still trying to go with the whole, we'll pass it up Hope top. Pass, we'll, yeah. Yeah, we're going to look for this. We're going to use the umbrella up top. Yep. No, you got to just keep going with the puck, skate with it, put it towards the net. When it Shots. bounces off, you're going to have two guys over there because everybody wants to skate. So you need more speed. Well, that's just yeah. a given. And what's the worst thing I was telling you, Money, is I still watch the Sixers and all that. But going into this season, like last season, you're not expecting anything. I said two weeks ago, Sixers are going to be a 500 team. They might make the playoffs. They might not. To me, making the playoffs is huge just because anything can happen. Where the Flyers, I was expecting a fourth place team, maybe winning the division. and It just all unraveled. Oh, very quickly, too. Very, very quickly. Very quickly. And like we like, said, yeah. like, you blink of an eye, you're like, what? What's going on here? You know, Forsberg. I mean, we're talking about this in November. Yeah, it's still a real good player. Okay, but it's the younger players aren't doing that much. Let's see something. Let's get some speed going. Kapanen said, "Hey, you know what? I'm going to shave my head. That's going to bring team unity." Woo! I saw that, yeah. You know what brings team Is unity? That... Scoring a goddamn goal. Yeah, do that. Did he think of that as the first player to ever do that? Uh, no, John Riggins did that in Washington when he shaved his head into a mohawk. Okay. Guy's a genius. He's such a team leader. He should have the C on his. It's Enough killing about me. them. Enough it's about killing them. me watching them. Killing me too. That's why I wanted to talk at least a little dabble. A little dabble. D-Man, what do you got for us? I got the pear face post oh. of the week. Oh, we can be heroes. Just for one day. Pearface is once again right on point with what he, him and um, Jaded Fan from the our Eagles forum is are really going at each other, having some fun, and a great discussion is going on about the Eagles signing of uh, Trent Cole and the rest of the defensive line. And Cole was something of a mirage. In the last three losses, he had a half a sack. When Curse was playing, he was a monster. The production he has been playing with has been well invisible. Speaking of Cole. He is more of a spot player than a starter. I wouldn't call Cole a mirage. His lack of production over the past three weeks was more of a result of opposition game planning than anything else. Breeze, Gratkowski, and Gerard threw mostly from three-step drops. Part of that was to negate the Eagles' pass rush, and part of it was to take advantage of the Eagles' weak outside linebacker. If you look at the games where opposing quarterbacks were taking more five- and seven-step drops, like the Giants, Cowboys, and Texans, Cole was racking up the numbers, and that's a very good point. Cole is a situational pass rusher, not an every-down player, but he's given the Eagles more production than Curse since he's been in the lineup. Curse was off to a very good start this year, but what did he really produce over the previous two seasons? Not much. I'd like to see Curse come back next year and keep the depth at defensive end, but at this point, if I had to choose between the two, it would easily be Cole because he's younger, faster, and stronger. I think you know what Curse brought to the team? Double team. Okay, he's coming in. Yep. Two guys are blocking we're leaving, him. We're leaving somebody to get in there. Which is always nice. And that was one of the things that I uh, I thought was all going to happen this year. I'm like, you know what? we got a great front line there. It's going to be a ma- nasty, nasty pass rush. And that's what we said at the very beginning. When he's coming in, when Curse is coming in from the one side, Howard, who can be a stud, exactly, it's yeah. coming on the other side. This is a thread between Jaded Fan and Pearface. Co-post of the week. It is a great back and forth because they're still going at it. And there are some problems going on in that line. We've already mm-hmm. talked about it earlier in the podcast. And like you said, I think Jaded Fan or Paraface, I don't know which one said it, but called him a positional uh, defense end on Cole. That's what he is, and that's what they were using him for. You bring Howard and you bring Carson, boom, you hit him. Cole's, bring Cole in, Cole, let him Cole's go. Cole's a situational yeah. pass rusher. That's Jaded Fan. Right, and they were playing Duke, McDougal, too, at the same time. You just keep rotating these people in. You bring fast, big bodies in, that's They're going to make plays. Right. Offensive lines are going to get beat down. You're going to get that big play, and that was happen. They had, what, 22 sacks in four games? 
Jones or yes. whatever. Yes. Now I think they have 23 sacks in eight games. I'm not sure what happened I know, there, I know. but. They're playing better teams now. And this right. is Paraface's point. You said Cole is a situational pass rusher. Can he be the man? So far, I say no. I will give you that the Eagles had to lock him up, just that now teams are running through the line because of his size. You want your stud to play every down. And that's what you want. You want your D tackle to stop the run. Your DN, you want him to run all over the place and catch everybody else. And if they're going to run on the outside, you're hitting them. You need containment. That's the most important thing. you got to contain whatever. If, the, if they're, they're going to run outside, you got to contain that. Exactly. This day and age, NFL defensive end is a quick pass rusher. Look at the Giants. Look at Strahan. Look at Umanura. Yeah. That's what they do. What I want to just say is if anybody wants to check out these forums, it's Philly Sportscast backslash Philly Forum. These guys are doing a terrific job keeping it up, and it's some terrific, engaging discussion. I mean, all no of them. Gang Green, Jaded Fan, Epicable, Pearface. I mean, things are just happening out there. Even Let's Go Mets chimes in once in a while on the Phillies Forum. Big Blue. Big Blue. What's I mean, up? It, this uh, football season infuriates you. Gets you going. Gets your heart pumping. And it's nice. It gives us something to talk about, too. Exactly. Right it's nice to see what the people are talking about. All right, let's oh, take hold a Hold on, real quick. I talked to... You're a fantasy football advisor, and uh, he gave you some bunk advice. He said, yeah, don't <laughs> Play D man again. Five Super Bowl rings. He's going to be off the you site. You talk to five Super Bowl rings? I talk to him a lot. Yes. Oh no. Even though he's via, a- via what the. What are you talking about? On the uh, the old... No, uh, on the, the telephone. Whoa, we got a little... Got a little. Yeah. So he said he was going to be off this site for a couple couple weeks. He has some stuff going on. So if Dallas is losing, or not if, when Dallas loses oh, the next two weeks. it's not because he took a bath. Right. Oh, okay. He will be back on. And everyone, please hold all your thoughts and bust his balls after Thanksgiving. Surely. And if you need anything, leave it. And I will call him and gladly <laughs> tell him what's going on. I'm ready to get myself a cool one and move on to the... Money, 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 money. Eek. Line. It's time. Break it all down. Break it all down. Thanks for that, Bill. I really like that uh, the music for me. Hey, we, Can you get these other two guys to shut up? We need some, yeah, I love music. it. I love it. We need some picks. We need some picks. How'd you do last week, Emoney? Well, I won one for three, uh, but, you know, it was a tough week. Tough week. One for two. I one mean, one for two. One, one for, for two. two. We always get corrected by David. Tough week. week. Very tough He's week. Very tough week. No, a lot of favorites got there. I mean, a lot yes, of favorites yes. got smacked. Yes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, so it's, it was a crazy thing because, uh, you know, week nine is the cream. So it was, it was a little different for Philly Sportscast and for myself as a better and for a lot of people out there, I'm sure, got smoked. But can't. You know what's a shame is we agreed. We said, you know what, Denver, Pittsburgh, aberration, scoring, all that. They come out and score. What was the other game? That, crazy? Well, you know what's crazy about that game too, Dave, is that you can only do – a calculated risk so much. Right, you got you got Jake the Snake doesn't score a touchdown in the in the first quarter in the last twelve games. Yeah, and, he and, two. and they throw two in the first quarter. Yep. You can't yeah. do anything about right. turnovers that went over and kickoffs. Turnovers. There's just things you can't you can't control. And what, and then, was, what was game three? A uh, game three was well, no, that was the game three, and then there was the Buffalo game. And well, it was funny because the Buffalo game, we said, okay, we love this. Losom's going to throw for three hundred. McGahee's going to run for one fifty. The game that we you picked and said we won, right? Losom throws for one hundred and four yards. One hundred four yeah. yards. Yep. And McGahee gets hurt. And still you know scored twenty three points. Yeah. yeah. Game one yeah. was Atlanta over Detroit. Come right. on, oh, now. exactly. What's it was such an upside down world last week. 
It was. Going one for two is huge. That's still you're not winning it's money. Tough. It's a tough one. But for it's that tough week, out there right man, now. that was a crazy, crazy week. You know yeah. what? Shame on Atlanta for getting ki- getting smoked by Detroit. Because do you? Dude. What do you want to do? Do you want to win the South? Do you? Because you got you got New Orleans sitting right up on your tail, baby. Yeah. I totally agree. Shame on them. They came in there and played like Jack Junk. Look, don't worry about New Orleans. Worry about Carolina. Carolina. Too. Yeah, Carolina's not. not you got to win the games that they give you. And that Detroit team is yeah. god awful. Awful. Who's so their offensive coordinator, coordinator there? In Detroit? Yeah. Mike Martz. The Bumblehead? <laughs> the Bumble? <laughs> the Bumble. He came through this week. You know what his, his game plan should be? Get the ball to Roy Williams as often as possible across the middle, and he will run for touchdowns. Run like, yeah. I'll he, tell you what. what and he literally reminds me of Torrey Holt. That's they, the kind of wide receiver I think he could be. Totally. Easy, agree. yes. I mean, he can. He he's, he needs to be somewhere else. Is what he needs to do. Yeah. Well, I, there's no doubt about that. But he's still a young buck. Is this only second or third year in the league? Yeah, third, fourth year, something like that. But that's he's in a great position because Kevin Jones could be a great running back. Yes, he right. can. Yeah. Right. No need to talk about Detroit, though. All right, Ab, let's move Come on, on to this. All right, all right, Please. all right. Week Please 10. Week 10. We're back on track. Week 9 Christmas? was rough, but we're going to go to Week track. Hook it up. We have Christmas coming up. We all need a little extra cash. You know we're it. Starting. You know. And you know what? I'm going to provide that for you, Dave, this week, Week 10. Because I we know do. for a fact. Because you know my track record is not bad at all. And you know people listening uh, out there. Load. They listen to the podcast. They listen to us, but they listen for the money line. They listen for the money line. So Break it on down, Money. Let's give us pick number one. And you know, three, uh, real quick, people want to complain about a one weekend loss. I'm telling you, please call uh, us every weekend. You're yeah, making no money. No I'm doubt. telling you, it, it was a little rough. Uh, hey, you know, eat. you got to stop giving your phone number out to these people. <laughs> you know what sucks is these people that work. They say, hey, you know what? I already have an extra income coming in. They're expecting to win. Yep. They don't wonder like. Oh, what happened? They go home, give their old lady you know, a few hundred. They get themselves a little action yeah. downstairs. Right. right. You know, and the next thing you know, they got no money for the old lady. And Why didn't I win? The first rule of betting in e-money's eyes. Anyone's eyes. Don't give your wife any money? No. Use your own judgment. Don't get high on your own supply? <laughs> Second rule. No, the first rule is don't listen to anybody else but yourself because the only person you have to blame is yourself. Right. Oh, but then why why are you asking them to listen to the e-money line? Because I'm a winner. No doubt. Let's bring it. Come Pushing on. Pushing people in the right way. Give me the three cash money symbol. Three cash money single. New England at New England. Minus ten and a half against the Jets. I like New England. Kapow! 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 The Jets are coming off their bye week. And doesn't matter to them. No, it doesn't matter. I they're didn't, uh I didn't know they went both ways. <laughs> Good one, D. Good thanks, one. Thanks, you money. I know Herm Edwards got out of town. Well, I know you uh, meet a lot of those people on the train. <laughs> you would know those people. Is it the midnight train? Uh, they're looking rested, and they're ready for a win. They need a win. Meanwhile, the Pats are coming off that disappointing loss against the Colts. You guys, everybody saw it on the Sunday night. It was bad. New England's desperate for a win just to keep the pace for some home field advantage for these playoffs. How often game. is Tom Brady going to throw four INTs? What's up with that? Dude, it's amazing. At the beginning of the year, we were saying New England's not looking good. They're not the team that they are. I know, man. They come out they, and they play. They're so good. doesn't they're matter so good. who the wide receivers I think are. Brady really felt that he had to keep up in that game and just was forcing passes. And, and that's what sucked. happens, yeah. yeah. Well, when you play against a, a, a Peyton Manning like that, I mean, he's unbelievable. That's some things you got to do. You gotta, yeah, that's, that's what happens. Colts are undefeated, but are they going to do anything? Yeah. They'll go 12 and 2. Well, they're the yeah, best team 12. in the NFL right now. That's simple as that. No doubt about it. Okay, my sorry. But that, let's keep going with New England. New England's running game is absolutely amazing. Corey Dillon, the rookie, uh, Lawrence Maroney, he's so good. They pound the ball, averaging 120 yards a game, 128 yards a game. On the ground. 
On the ground. On the ground. Rushing. While the Jets allow 143 yards a game. The Jets are so bad against who's the, the On Jets, the ground. Who's the Jets quarter starting QB? Pennington still? Pennington still, yeah. How about that Chad Pennington? How about that Chad Pennington? Always got to say that. Before we get to the Jets offense, let's talk about the wide receivers still, too, that Brady's going to throw to. Oh, my God, yeah. Ex- ex- but expect the pass to run the ball big time this week because got Tom Brady with four INTs, 201 yards last week. This is the frozen tundra of Gillette Stadium. It po- quite possibly big. It's an East matchup, though. You, don't, you can't forget about the East it's matchup. Na- yeah. It's AFC a big East. matchup. What's, um, a, what's the line again? I'm sorry. Ten. Ten Nine. and a half. <sighs> oh, gotcha. This running game is going to set up play action for Brady. He's going to redeem himself out of that horrible 201 yards, four INTs. We talked about it. In front of the hometown crowd oh. where he let them down last time. It was it was a horrible display. And, he, you know, he's not too happy about letting Adam Vinatieri walk out of that or win her last no. week. No. I don't no, know. I'm sure they're not. Didn't help me any. Screwed. Two for Us. four, but you know what? If you bet that game and he misses that field goal, you just got to cry. You got to cry, man. Two letters only for him. Only, F and U. F and U. So just expect Brady to get the uh, the balls to tight end Ben Watson. He's averaging 13 yards a, a carry. But the bottom line is don't be afraid of those points. Bet the Pats. Bet them hard. Be done with it. Ben Watson, Troy Brown just became the all-time leading receiver. Hello. Go New England. Go New England. And what's the two money symbol, Ev? Giants, Chicago. Giants minus one. Chicago at the Giants. Eight o'clock game. Oh my goodness! I'm my, my I'm waiting with bated breath. I like Chicago. Boom! Boom! Injuries! Injuries! Stop. Injuries! The Giants have some key starters out this week. We've talked about it some. earlier. The whole team's out. It's bad. Amani Toomer out for the season with the ACL tear. Plasco Barris questionable with back spasms. He'll probably be playing, but he's not going to be 100%. Nope. And that's important with Eli because Eli just throws the ball, making him look like a superstar he, you know, all year. It, does, it is crazy how he just throws the ball, but closes his eyes and throws it and says, Plasco will catch the ball. If he's 6'6", six, what is he, 6'5 or 6'6"? Six, six? That catch last week. I think he's 6'9 ma- with the afro. I guess it was two weeks ago. <laughs> It was amazing. When Manning threw that ball up and Plasco caught that against Eagles, that our buddy here, Big Blue, oh, my God, was that such a great pass. No, it wasn't. No, that's what, his eyes. That's what Eli me. does. Let me just throw it up. Plasco Burris is saving his ass. I mean, literally saving his job. So is Tiki Barber, who's unbelievable right now. But That he is. He can just run. He's going to be uneventful this week because they're playing. Just let me finish the uh, the, the people that are out real quick. Okay. Just a, just a little recap. OCU Manures, Daffle with his hip. Strahan's out with his sprained foot. Okay. Now you got to look for Chicago. They're going to run the ball. Cedric Benson, Thomas Jones. Yep. They're going to do some things. So they're calling for Cedric Benson to start in Chicago. You believe that? They're going to be running in and out. Over their past couple uh, losses, they're right. saying that Cedric Benson can deliver a little bit more than Thomas. Well, he has more yardage per uh, per carry. Per carry. So it's interesting. You need. What do they need to stop doing though? What did they do the last two games? You money. You were telling me earlier. Uh, seven turnovers. Oh yeah. In the last two games. Yeah. Rex Grossman. That's Rex Grossman. Seven ints. And that's why the running is going to be so important because if you got Usain Yorma hurt, yeah, I messed hand, up his name. Right. You're on the other side. And if you watch the games, and if anybody has Cedric Benson or uh, Thomas in their fantasy, you watch them. They run off tackle. They run outside, and those two boys aren't going to be there to to, to contain them. So I think that running game on the outside is going to be a big deal. Arrington, that's not playing. He's not playing all full time. He's also out. He's done for the season. Yep. These are the things that they're huge, huge. And you got you got Chicago coming off a horrible loss. They got to show who's boss here. They who's want boss? the A or the NFC they North do. division. They do. The, that Miami game just rocks the world. I know Earl Acker's hurt, but he is a stud. 
He's you know, Erlacher Ur- is the key to that whole defense, but that defense is unbelievable. They're seventh in rushing against the run. They got one TD. The team, a team scored one touchdown on them, rushing all year long. In eight games. In eight games, all right? The Bears also have the number one pass defense in the league, which allow 168 yards per game and have 11 interceptions. It's very interesting that you say, that, yeah, when Evan says interceptions, because that team scores defensively as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Eli is going to be throwing them on Sunday night. There's no doubt about that. With the possibility of two receivers out, Eli is going to have a long night. Sure, 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 sure. Shockey. Well, you see, one, that's one thing that Shockey may be a big part of this team on Sunday night. But they'll, they'll take care of him. Well, that's one, what, it's yeah, one tight end. I really he can't hope. get out there. They bring the linebackers in on the blitz and all that. Now you're going to have to bring up your safeties and all that. You're going to have to bring Brown up. Or, okay, you might be a good game to watch, though. It's no going to be a great game to watch. And you know what? Also, the Giants the- just shit the bed. Well, not shit the bed, but horrible game against Houston last week. Plus, you're also recommending a game. I know you don't normally do this, but you're recommending a game that's on national television, and it's always more fun to bet a game that's on TV. Yes. Oh, you got to watch it, yeah. One money symbol, you money the reach around. Reach around is. Colts minus 12 over under 45 against Buffalo at the Colts. I like the under. Oh, me so horny. Oh, oh, oh. me so horny. Oh, oh. The under. I like the in under. A, in the Indianapolis Colts game? Yes, I do. Wow. The team that scores while they're sleeping. Yes, they do. But this is going to be the week you know where they start scores pulling while people. they're sleeping. Oh! <laughs> 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 the D man? No, no, that's not what it is. Buffalo's going to have a lot of trouble with Willis McGahee out. All right. So what is the number we're looking at? 45. 45. Okay. 45. Like I said, Willis McGahee's injured. He's got the cracked ribs. That's a big problem. All of a sudden, their running game is... Okay. They got that... That shitty guy from Michigan. What's his name? A-frame, A-hole, or something like that. The A-train? The A-train. Anthony Thomas. Anthony Thomas. That, yeah, that's why he's backing up someone. That's all right. 85 yards when Willis McGee was in there, they're averaging. Now, I realize that's it's good, you know, it's good for a rushing attack, but that's, that's collectively. It's not so good. Not so good. No. Uh, the Colts defense will try to make J.P. Lossman one-dimensional and make him pass. Yo, going into that Colts, those P- fans are going to be crazy. They're thinking 16-0 now. They got these delusions of grandeur that are going to be crazy. If Lossman performs like he did last week, eight passes for 102 yards, I just don't see him scoring any points. But you also up. said the Colts' pass defense isn't what... No, the rush defense. The rush, the rush defense. Gotcha. Anthony Thomas did have a good game coming in after McGahee got hurt. Yes, he did. He did. He had, he rushed for 95 yards. Not a bad game. I know. But you got McFarlane in there now. I like the under. I like the under. Awesome. Awesome. The Colts are going to score points. There's no doubt about they that. They can easily put up 28, 35. Yeah. yeah. But you know, when when it becomes a beating, they're going to start pulling their guys. After that Sunday night, they're going to pull them. They're just going to pull them and sit them because they're not going to they're not going to they're not going to have Manning in there if it's thirty five to three. Right. It's just this is not going to do it. This is week ten, people. This is huge. You got to understand the whole grand scheme of things. They're up twenty seven nothing at halftime. Exactly. You're not going to be. Seen. They're going to low it all down. Right. They're going to run the ball. Go with that. Okay. So Party like shots. That. Okay. You money? I really, you know, earlier in the podcast, I said that. Uh, my prediction was the Eagles were going to lose. That was being objective. I am a Philly fan, an Eagles fan. I want everybody to know I want them to win. I hope they win, and that's my parting shot. We'll get back to you, Dave, because you're uh, obviously still pondering. Oh, no, I'm ready now. We had some friends come in this weekend, Gabe and Shana. Thanks for coming down. And we spent, Money and I spent, took our wives, another couple, and we did a walking tour of Philly. And I do want to say, 
I, there's no other place on earth I would rather be in the fall than Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Firmly believe it. We had a blast. Saw some sights. Drank much cool ones from top to bottom. You money? You agree? Oh my god, I had a blast. Dave, fall in As Philadelphia. We, yeah, it's nice after a bye week. The birds are back on. Hopefully, we're going to see some good football. Well, coach football. Well, thinking football. I mean, when the players are out there kicking another team, kicking a flag, getting these dumb penalties, you know what? No more mental mistakes. No more coaching mistakes. Birds, let's get into this. Let's start playing like the team you can be. Let's prove the three people here and everyone else that's talking. Prove us wrong. Eight and eight. That's what we're predicting. Prove us wrong. But I heard hope again. You said hope. There's a lot of hope involved. That's never good. It is hope. But you know, you got to believe. This is right. You got to believe. We're not coaching. We're not those guys. So we're not. The, those two going to have to step up. It's interesting that you say we're not those guys, but you still say we got to do this and we got to do, do that. Why do you always harp on that? I didn't say that. we. 